0: Again, the Lord is speaking to us on God's presence and discipline are necessary to finish well. If you refuse divine discipline, if you refuse divine discipline, you forfeit divine inheritance. If you refuse divine discipline, you forfeit divine inheritance. A son who rejects his father's discipline, that is instruction, correction, training, loses his own inheritance a son who rejects his father's discipline loses his own inheritance. Now, let me put it this way. Even if the father does not cross out his name or did not cross cross out his name in the will, I can guarantee you that same son, that same daughter that has received inheritance will lose it. Will lose it. Will lose it. Will lose it. A son who rejects his father's discipline Loses his own inheritance in Genesis 26 34 to 35, Genesis 27 46, Genesis 28 6 to 9. Let me say that again Genesis 26 34 to 35, Genesis 27 46, and Genesis 28 6 to 9. We see that Esau rejected his parents' instruction not to marry from the immoral people of the land where they lived in those scriptures we can see that esau rejected his parents instruction not to marry from the immoral people of the land where they lived it was not just his parents instruction it was the instruction of god esau's character traits reveals a few things we can learn esau's character traits reveals a few things we can learn. Remember the scripture that says that all these things happen unto them for our instruction so that we may walk the works of God, so that we may fulfill the counsel of God. All these things happen to them for our instruction and revelation. So what can we learn from the character trait of Esau? Let's look at uh, Genesis 25. Genesis 25 from verse 29. Now Jacob cooked a stew. Esau came in from the field and he was weary. He was tired. And Esau said to Jacob, please feed me with the same red stew for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, sell me your birthright as of this day. Esau said, look, I'm about to die. So what is this birthright to me? What is this birthright to me? What are you talking about? What is his birthright to me? Then Jacob said, swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank and arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Again, the Lord is speaking to us on God's presence and discipline are necessary to finish well. Let's look at the meanings of two words that will give us a better understanding of what happened here. In the last sentence there it says, thus Esau despised his birthright. Esau despised his birthright. What is the meaning of despise? Despise means a lot of things, but in this context you can look at it this way. Esau disliked his birthright, detests his birthright. Esau looked down On his birthright, Esau undervalued, underrated, underestimated, trivialized, minimized, made light of. Let me say that again. Despise here, in this context means Esau disliked, texted, looked down on his birthright, undervalued his birthright, underrated his birthright, underestimated his birthright, trivialized his birthright, minimized his birthright, made light of his birthright really disregarded his birthright what is it what is this birthright to me what is it you know it's like you present to a teenager what do you want you want me to give you a new car or a house (laughs) the teenager what is a house to me just laugh over it (laughs) what what are you talking about what is a house to me no I give you a car or send you to school, fund your education. I say, what is education to me? You know, what is education to me? Give me a car. A birthright. What is a birthright? A particular right of possession or privilege that one has from birth, especially as an eldest child. Birthright is a particular right of possession or privilege because of your birth. Now, let's look at this spiritually. Let's analyze this. The tussle and battering between Jacob and Esau indicate to us that there had been prior discussions or arguments on the subject of birthright. This was not their first time. You hear that? Amen? This was not their first time talking about this. They had had arguments, discussions about this. So this struggle about position, power, and privilege started in the womb. In Genesis 25, in verse 22, it says, But the children struggled together within her. Right from the womb, they started struggling, even before they were born. And while they were being born, they still continued to struggle. They kind of competed, who will come out first? Like, who will be the firstborn? So, you can see that this discussion or this argument about birthright started long before they were born. And their parents must must have been talking to them about it or must have talked to them about it. And I can just imagine that Jacob would say to Esau, Oh, I was supposed to be the firstborn. I was supposed to come out first, but you came out first. I don't know why you came out first. That kind of discussion. And uh, no, Esau would be like, what, what do you mean? What, what does it really matter? What does it matter? It doesn't really matter. You, you want to be the firstborn? No, you want to be the firstborn? So he had shown this carefreeness, if there's a word like that. He had shown this I don't care attitude, happy-go-lucky kind of attitude. Now, what, is, what, is, what is birthright to me? What is this position? What is this power? What is this privilege you are talking about? I don't understand. You want to take it? Take it. So, Jacob had a sense of the mind of this guy. And when the opportunity came, Jacob, who was a man of the house, the scripture says that in Genesis 25, 27, so the boys grew and Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field. But Jacob was a mild man or a domestic man, a man of the house, dwelling in tents. He remained in the house. Jacob had been taught. Jacob had been instructed. Jacob remained in the house. Jacob stayed in the house. Whereas Esau became a wild man. Became a man of the field. A man who did not stay home. A man who didn't want to be instructed. A man who wanted to stay away. Wouldn't like instruction. Wouldn't like discipline. But Jacob was wise. His wisdom Came from the instruction of his mother. I love him very much. And I want to tell you. The first few instructions or discipline you have in life. Come from your mother. I hope you heard that. Mothers are the main instructors in the home. They are the disciplinarian in the home. If you read the life of Jacob and Esau. You will see this very clearly. Jacob obeyed every instruction of his parents, especially his mother. So Jacob became very wise. He became very wise. Esau was a foolish one. Jacob was a wise man. Jacob had received very serious and important instruction from his parents, especially from his mother. So he was prudent in matters. He had been disciplined and he had embraced it. He had been disciplined and had embraced it. Jacob was a man of good foresight. Jacob could see ahead, could see the importance of birthright, could see the importance of that position. Jacob could see ahead, whereas um, Esau had no foresight. He was only concerned about now. He was only concerned about the present time. A good foresight will enable you to to not just do well in the immediacy, but also do well ultimately. A good foresight will not only help you to do well in the immediacy, it will help you to do well ultimately. The truth is if you are doing well now, most likely you will do well ultimately. Let me say that again. The truth is if you are doing well now, most likely you will do well ultimately. Why? Your patterns your patterns determine your pathways. Your patterns, your character determines your pathways and your pathways determine your purpose or your endpoint. Patterns, like patterns are like prophetic markers. Patterns are like prophetic markers. Patterns are like prophetic markers of what will potentially happen in the future. Patterns are like prophetic markers of what will potentially happen in the future. Not just the way you behave. The way you do. Your life ways. Your, your lifestyle. They are like patterns. They determine your pathways. And they determine your purpose, your end point in life. If the Lord opens your eyes to a bad pattern in your life, an area of stronghold or stubbornness, Because patterns are like stronghold. Area of stubbornness. You need to pray that the Lord will help you to break it. So if the Lord opens your eyes to a bad pattern. An area of stronghold or stubbornness in your life. You need to pray that the Lord will help you to break it. What do we see in the life of Esau? Esau was a wild man. A man of the field. A man who repeatedly rejected God. The discipline of his parents. Jacob was a domestic man. A man of instruction. A man who remained under submission, under obedience, under authority. Who received instruction and embraced it. And he did that consistently. He did that consistently. Even to the point of a fault. He did that to the point of a fault even when his mother sent him and he was afraid to go and said how how am I going to do this what if my father finds out his his mother gave him another instruction this is what you do this is how you do it and he still did it after all said and done when his life was in danger and he was sent away he did not resist he just took it